G'day guys, welcome back to another Fair Income episode. In today's episode, we spoke about the recent King Richard documentary. Uh, we also spoke about our COVID experiences, as well as some New Year resolutions and goal-based conversations. Hope you guys enjoy. What happened with King Richard? Yeah, give us a bit of an insight to King Richard, Ashraf. Have you watched the trailer or anything? I remember um, back, let me adjust this real quick. Um, I remember back, what do you call it, a year and a half ago when the... the actual trailer came out on twitter when i seen it for the first time i saw it on twitter and there was a massive buzz behind it and i was mm. like damn that's actually kind of lit mm-hmm. you know serena venus and i thought it was a bit lit that what do you call it what's his name will smith, will smith was playing the main actor yeah it's pretty cool um but now i haven't watched didn't it come out what was it two days thursday ago? thursday came out thursday so yeah. i watched it yesterday uh-huh. honestly bro it gave me goosebumps half the time because there's like there's so many like they started training when they were like four Mm-hmm. And it's like 14, 15 is really where the mo- where the movie's at. And then I, when I'm watching it, I'm like, man, they can actually make so many movies on the childhood of stars. Like, for example, Michael Jordan, obviously got access from his high school team. Like, how mm-hmm. mad would it be if someone acted as Michael Jordan and his dad, because his dad trained him and stuff like that, yeah. or worked with him. Like, there's so many, like Kobe, because Kobe went overseas. Yeah. It's like, but childhood stories with how they made it, like LeBron. Yeah. No one spoke about him so highly, like, in high school. I'm like, True. it's actually such a big market. Because it's actually so hectic because I know Serena's the, like the GOAT of mm-hmm. tennis, you know, like in the female category, if not all of it, you know, True. and Venus was up there. But then just learning their story, like, subhanAllah, it's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm actually going to watch documentaries about them. Oh, it's yeah. unreal, yeah. Because, for example, Ali, um, we hear about, like, Beckham gets signed at 15 for Man United and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Venus was, like, 14 professional tennis against adults. Professional? Yeah, professional. And there's a difference between getting signed at 15. Like, there's a lot of players, like, for, like, Udegaard and stuff. Like, they get signed at 15, 16 in soccer, Mm -hmm. and they're on the bench. Mm -hmm. But then she's, like, taking the spotlight at 14 in professional. So, it's, like... Especially the solo sports, which is... I don't know how you're going to compare it, but it's a bit hard to stand out. Yeah. And first African-American to kind of come into, like, an all-white sport. And then for two people, like, for example, it was in the trailer, and one of the coaches goes, oh, looks like you have the next Michael Jordan on your hands. Yeah. And then Will Smith, the dad, goes, oh, I have the next two Michael Jordans. And like, how right. crazy is like two sisters dominate? Yeah, because Venus is older, yeah? Yeah. Mm. Venus is older sister. But then they dominate a sport. Yeah. Like, yeah, who yeah. is that? Like, we hear, like, for example, uh, they were, you know, we see LeVar Ball. Mm-hmm. King Richard was that in the 90s. Ah, uh, true. Pre-social media. And you sh- the whole movie's pretty much about him and how he marketed, yeah. what he did wrong, what he did right. Was he a controversial guy himself? They didn't. Uh, you you watch the. I don't yeah. know. Obviously, you've it, but it's pretty much Lavar Ball. <gasps> but in the nineties, with two girls yeah. in a sport, like for example, like in the NBA, yeah. Lavar Ball doesn't stand out. Yeah. Like half half the people are African Americans. You know what I mean? Like that's him. They're going to an all white sport. sport. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like who's yeah. this guy? He he's not, get, not getting proper training and stuff like that. Mm. It's actually really interesting just to hear. And it's like, damn, that's how they came about. And two sisters dominating like a sport. Yeah, hundred percent. Like um in basketball, even in soccer, there's no like two brothers uh, unless someone comes to mind that are like in, both, in like, soccer. You yeah, say? like there's Hazard brothers and stuff like that at an elite level. But they're not both winning Grand Slams mm. and both winning like number one in the world at yeah. certain times. True, true. Like those, how many times did Venus and Serena versus each other in the finals? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like what a piss take. It's one of those you sports know? as well where if, even if you <laughs> don't know the sport, even if you don't know the sport, you just know that name, the Williams. Yeah, yeah. The Williams everyone knows them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't think there is anyone like in that any yeah. sport. And I don't think like even yeah. I don't want to say it's not going to happen ever. Yeah, but it's very rare. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So it's actually. 
Gonna go into Do you guys know step. anything about their stories? No, barely. Nothing. Yeah. And the thing is, we probably hear more about Serena. Yeah. Which is kind of understandable because 23 Grand Slams and all this stuff. Yeah. But it was more because Venus was the older sister. She kind of like set the standard for Serena. True. But it was interesting to see like what happened, like what where the fight came from Serena. Like why yeah. she trained so hard. Because like yeah. you have an older sister that's doing first professional. You're playing juniors. She's a professional. Yeah. She's on the big stage and you're just there in the crowd. So it's like the fight came in and it's mm. like, okay, now I know why she could put in the extra work. Would you, you know? Would you say you appreciated her more as an athlete after watching that documentary? Both of them more, yeah, yeah. but also the story because they came out of Compton. Mm-hmm. You know, like Kawhi Leonard came out of Compton. There's not a lot of people I know that came out of yeah. that level. And there's just stories they showed in the movie. It's like, man, to come out of that is really tough. True. But also to be switched on and stuff like that, you know? No, so 100%. It's and really the, good. the importance of um, yeah. a figure like a father. Like and a w- it was like a sports documentary, but it wasn't at all. Mm-hmm. Like The Last Dance was a documentary. This was a movie, mm-hmm. but then because it was mainly based on true stories yeah. it was like just entertainment but there were so many lessons like what will smith had to do to take care but you know how many do you know if serena and venus had siblings no i've got no idea five girls so there's five others other than yeah two? so seven altogether no the five like all t- th- okay. three siblings like yeah. three other girls there's five altogether so he had to take care of five girls do they all play tennis no just them just serena and venus so what did the others do, uh, do they i think older ones wanted to be a lawyer doctor mm-hmm. they just said at the time it's like those take taking care of five girls you know uh, and then just like the story it's like damn subhanallah that's you know? a challenge of it yeah <laughs> but i really enjoyed it like honestly it was giving me goosebumps that time yeah. and there's a lot of lessons like to what it actually takes to make it. Like True. sometimes you see oh, like Venus and Serena, you see them at 20 yeah. or 23 and they're like training so hard. But they're doing the same thing at 12, mm. at 10. Because the show's named after the father, the Richard's the father, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Is the show also focused on the father or is it focused more on the sisters? Sorry, uh, because not the show, sorry. It's the, yeah, the it's movie, a movie. Because a lot of the time they're like eight years old, nine years old, 10 years old. They don't really have a say with how things go. Their dad, like, their dad planned their entire life. Like for them to make pro, yeah. And be at that level, the dad planned it all. That True. was his plan. So because it was mainly based on him. Because yeah. if not, like for example, when we t- if we had to talk about the Williams sisters, we'll probably talk more about Serena. Yeah. Mm. And they can't name a movie Serena Williams. It's like Aib to, Ven- uh, to Venus. Even Venus, though yeah. Venus was like the first African American to be number one mm-hmm. to win a title, she sure. did, she actually broke records before Serena. Yeah, she set the standard. For yeah. Them. yeah, yeah. So because they ca- they can't call it the Williams sisters, you know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah, yeah. then it's like pushed on one. So just about King Richard. King Richard. Oh, yeah, Richard. Yeah. yeah. It's always the younger sibling that sets the standard a bit yeah. more. You know, um, I was going to say, I've got a question for you boys. Yeah, If you were to watch a documentary or like you had like someone's to ask you, hey, you have the chance yeah, to create a documentary based off of one person or a person's life. Yeah, Whose one would you be interested to like see their upbringing up until like they've achieved so-called success? Does anyone come to mind for you? And then tell us and I'll be thinking at the same time. I know one person who's in the process of having a documentary. Who's um, Kanye, and apparently it's coming out this year or something like that on Netflix. But <laughs> I, I heard about it the other day, something about Kanye having um, a documentary coming out. And this guy, bro, yeah, started producing this documentary before he was like Kanye. Mm. You know what I mean? So think about it. Yeah, this guy see that his own vision. <laughs> yeah, like he started betting on himself way before Kanye became Kanye, like the the, the, the to a degree the the legend mm. or the icon that he is. Yeah. Um, but. If there was a person, it'd probably be like LeBron James, bro. Mm. I feel like he just had, he just had an interesting life. You know what I mean. Yeah. And then now this next phase of raising Bronny, you know what I mean, as in his son, his oldest. Oh, so it's like entire life. It's not just childhood. You'd yeah. want to see the yeah. entire life. Childhood, 
and then also coming straight out of Haram, it's called high school, going into the mm. NBA, like yeah. just those transitions, as well as um, like that Heat tra- um, Cavaliers moment where yeah. he went from the Cavaliers to Heat, okay. the, the decision, I'm taking yeah. my talents to Florida, <laughs> little stuff like that. No, nah, I think LeBron yeah. would be up there. Mine's Kobe. Kobe would be up yeah. there? Yeah, only because LeBron grew up always being the best. School, state, district, whatever it is, he's the guy. Like mm. he's bloody 13 people talking about him. Yeah. But Kobe didn't have that. Mm-hmm. And then you actually see behind the scenes what it took for Kobe to make it. True. And then 20 years at the same franchise, staying there, Lakers. Loyalty. And then even like after that with his daughters, like he would have loved to have you know, a son, probably. He would have trained him hard and stuff. But he had all daughters and then he switched to business and just his mindset and stuff like that, you know? Because mm-hmm. I feel like LeBron would be more... Um, like a lot of hype and entertainment around you, yeah. but Kobe's a lot more hard work. So if I yeah. watch that story, it'll yeah. kind of ignite the flame. You know what I mean? True, like that's true. what yesterday, it's like, damn, these girls are putting in that much work. Mm-hmm. That's what it takes. And it's like, Kobe would kind of ignite the flame. He would me. have that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you imagine if he had a son, Kobe? Yeah. I feel like, you know how like some people like LeBron and Bronny, I feel like Kobe would be probably push his son over the edge. Like like yeah, like Michael Jordan. <laughs> like, like as in like, <laughs> you might not like basketball after a certain age. I feel like yeah. you push him too much. He goes, allow yeah. that bubble of a yeah, yeah, I'm bro. not trying to hear this. I just I feel like that Co- would happen. I think Kobe wouldn't. Cause only because his girls play basketball yeah. and he doesn't, they all loved it. Like he was, his, he was their coach. But so I think he knows, like in later on in his life, he was more of a coach, like, a, like how he used to kind of train the young guys in the team. Like him pre-2013, he was the mindset, kill. Don't talk to me unless we're playing. Yeah. After that, he came more of like a mentor. Yeah. So I feel like in his older age, he was more of a mentor. Like Michael Jordan has boys. They, they didn't play basketball. You know? Well, that could be like the same thing. Yeah. Saying. Would you it say that the Kobe, Kobe documentary will be not that far from a, a, uh, a Michael Jordan, um, what's it called, documentary? Potentially, yeah. You know what I mean? Because they, they really resembled each other. Like childhood and stuff? Like the upbringing? Or? Yeah, the upbringing. And then also the, the killer mentality. Not to yeah. say LeBron doesn't have that. I think that's taken yeah. away from LeBron. Because LeBron, just because he grew up mm. in this uh, the, the soft NBA, yeah. people think he's like low-key softer. But this man, bro, mm. billionaire athlete. Mm. You know what I mean? Like like he changed the league. Like the effects that he's had in and outside of basketball. Mm. You know, one thing about watching a Lakers game that's interesting is, yeah, just watching LeBron's reaction. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like, like. Obviously, you know when you do something stupid in a game, like you stuff up, you miss a three point or something like that, because you stuffed up and you let the team down. That's one thing, mm. yeah. But just imagine letting the team down and having LeBron on the team. Like yeah. when you watch Russell Westbrook every time, like he oh, bricks a three and stuff yeah. like that. Have you seen that at the meme the other day of when LeBron was reading because he was like on the bench and he was reading like stat line, and Russell was doing like two and fourteen and he had like seven ten uh, seven turnovers, mm. and then all you see is like Russell Westbrook like looking over trying to see like what's the stat line, you know. Because trade deadline's about to come up, so mm, Russell Westwood goes there. You know it, what I mean? They're always zooming into LeBron's reaction with almost everything these days, bro. Because it's memeable. That's what yeah. it is. And it sells. The NBA And they just think, like, they, they'll think, okay, he's thinking like that. He's mm. sick of this player. They make all these assumptions. Mm-hmm. So who would you documentary? Yeah, who's yours? Yeah, obviously, those two, about, apart from LeBron and Kobe. I'm thinking... Khab- uh, let me get Zidane. No, Khabib. Yeah, I was thinking Khabib. Yeah. Zidane's mm. a good one, but I like Khabib with like where he's come from in Russia. Yeah. Mm. And like his sort of like types of training with him growing up is so different to everyone else yeah. that have made it to the UFC. True. And obviously he he's come about he's come he's made it to UFC where it's like no one can he's untouchable. It's like how did they even happen? And even mm. the idea of like him wrestling bears at a young age, like <laughs> what the hell's going on? Like <laughs> imagine like obviously that'll be so hard doing a doc. Imagine getting <laughs> a kid to wrestle yeah. a bear or yeah. something like that. But 
Oh yeah, true. Yeah, even like that. The what? Sorry, what was the it? Revenant, the Revenant, the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. So you can do something like that. But it would be very interesting just to see his way of life, like how different he is to all the other aspiring yeah. athletes. What do you think would stand out the most? I think that like that's what it is, like his way of life and how he, he like he was conditioned over the years compared mm. to the other athletes. Okay. And you what see even other people coming from like in the same place in Russia, Dagestan, like their machines as well. Obviously not to that level. Mm. But there's a certain way of life and training that they do is like unmatched. True. Also, um wouldn't you want to know about um the decision like when his father died and the yeah. impact like, that his father had yeah, on true. his whole career mm. and then ironically that being the reason why he ended his career mm. you know in, in the sense that because his father died and whatever that the missionary thing yeah that'd be pretty cool there's actually well. a lot to it you're right there's a lot more than just a it, it could be a big scene. market now though like yeah. after king richard and if they start doing similar things so obviously they did like muhammad ali and stuff like that but we know how big the last dance was massive and i think king richard i don't know how big it is but because it's will smith yeah people want to go watch it if it was another guy it's like oh, i'm not really sure so it could be something where people are like damn there's actually like you know mm. because there's like this is like history in sports like serena williams 23 grand slams you know habib having like he technically never lost a match and didn't even lose like a round true mm. like there's it's like these guys are unbelievable and it might not happen for 10 15 years 100%. or even like ever get touched you know it's like the drive to survive with like lewis hamilton and stuff like that people talking about formula one everyone's getting into it yeah because they're making like sports documentaries or whatever, like entertaining. True, 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 you know? true. Some people surpass the sport itself. Yeah. Mm. Um, but also even like Serena Williams in of herself, you know what I mean? Like obviously you got to give um, love to Venus. Mm. But like when you're going to go watch tennis, you know certain sports you watch the sport for certain people. Like I would never watch a, a game of golf in my life. Mm. But just because of Tiger Woods, maybe, you know, mm. just to see what he's You'd about. you consider it, yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like the same thing with tennis. I actually watch tennis, but, like, if I didn't watch tennis, if there was a reason I'd watch it, it's based off of, um, like, Serena Williams. Like, mm. that would be legendary to have what someone like her in your well life. What now. about the running, the running, Mo Farah? Yeah, Mo Farah. If it wasn't for him, <laughs> would you watch it? Mm. I thought you were the other day. Yeah, you that's what that, I mentioned yeah. there. <laughs> so, yeah. bro, you, this guy woke up, like, 5 a.m. just to watch a, a match, like, Mo Farah to finish. Yeah. Thinking, who the, wa who the hell wakes up to watch it, like, a... Mm. You know where that <laughs> came from, yeah? So, like, when I after when I caught COVID, yeah, I got bored. Okay, after I caught COVID, I'm like, let me, like, sort of, like, with the whole New Year resolution, this, is that. Like, let me incorporate cardio into, like, my, um, like, my workouts and stuff. Yeah. And I used to love running. Like, I really, really loved it. Mm. Especially, like, mid to long distance. Well, I used to, I used to call, like, 800, whatever, long distance. But on Olympic, like, standpoint, it's not even close yeah. to long distance. Mm. Consider, like, a short run. Anyway, so the other day, I remember after coming back from a run that same night, I woke up. I don't know what it is with the algorithm or something like that, but YouTube recommended Mo Farah's video. No, sorry, no, YouTube didn't recommend it to me. I went down a rabbit hole on Instagram. <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole on Instagram. Yeah. Then it led me to, um, you know, the guy that broke the, the world record and now he has a deal with Nike? The Kenyan guy, under yeah, two the, hours. Yeah, the under yeah, two I hours I don't know record. his name, but yeah. I ended up landing on his. Okay. So I was like, so I watched his run. Then I started watching Mo Farah's run. And then after I just started, I went down a rabbit hole, essentially. Um, where the hell was I going with this? Yeah, so Mo Farah, how, like, how did you end up watching at 5 a.m.? Like yeah, yeah, ba based off of that, yeah. So I said to myself, um, after I started doing my runnings, yeah. and obviously I just had COVID and whatnot, I started to do my runs and I'm trying to get to a certain time point mm. within a certain distance. And I thought my run was pretty good. I was like, okay, I have COVID. It's a bit slower than normal, but that's a bit understandable. 
Then I'm looking at Mo Farah, his run, and I'm like, subhanAllah, <laughs> this guy. And they're jogging. Like, it looks like they're yeah. not even trying. Bro, yeah. he's doing his, like, he was a 5,000, because he won gold at the, the London Olympics in 5,000 and 10,000. Okay. Yeah? And it's all about that last, like, 1,000 meters. Yeah. yeah? And mind you, I thought I was good at 800 meter running. Yeah. His last 800 meters is like a sprint. Yeah. And the whole way through, for me, is like a long distance run. You know what I mean? And he was doing like three minute times and I'm doing 10 minutes. Like he's doing a third of what I'm doing. Mm. So like it puts it into perspective. So you think you're good. Mm. Yeah. Then it puts in perspective how legendary these guys like are up at this standard. It's like, it's like subhanAllah. Also when they get in their like their, f- their flow state in their yeah. like their run, it looks like, oh no, they can't go up another gear. That's yeah. their max. And 100%. Bro, the last K, like you said, they just. How long did it take her to run five Ks? If I'm not wrong, if I'm not wrong, it was I'm trying to remember. So I did. I think one of them was three minutes because I was watching at 1,500 meters okay. and then 5,000 and 10,000. 1,500 meters is probably, it could be maybe three minutes. So 1,500 yeah. was three minutes. Then 5,000. very quick, man. Bloody hell. Yeah, there we go. 5,000. three minutes? That's Say again? 1,500. Yeah, yeah. Like three minutes something. Three minutes and like 30 seconds or yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah, roughly, yeah. Damn it, Every man. second counts. But yeah. 5,000 meters, because Murphy didn't run the 1,500. Okay. 5,000 meters, he ran it in... The world record was 12 minutes and 40 seconds, but it was considered a bit slow that year. And he ran it in 13 minutes. Bloody yeah. Hell and mind you, mind you, just to put it into perspective, when I was running my um, um, two and a half K on two and a half K on COVID, just after COVID, mm. I ran it in 10 minutes. So he's running his 5K, mm. basically the same. T- he's running two and a half, double my speed, basically. Yeah, essentially. almost, yeah. It's insane. So it's like, yeah. And it puts it in perspective as well. You know when we think like in terms of soccer and basketball, like the level between us and other athletes, you know they say the worst basketball player yeah, would give it to any rec league. Like he'll come and he'll ruin any rec league. But you look at him and you'll take the piss out of J.R. Smith for missing that that, that, that inbound or this and that, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 100%. And then you put into perspective on certain things that you can actually do because we can all go for a run and time ourselves. Mm. And you just see the level of difference. Yeah. On my rabbit hole when I was going on Instagram, Bro, this guy is doing long distance runs in because they go to like Ethiopia, like high mountains and stuff here where there's high altitude just for runs. I look at Dan, I go, bro, I could never ever do that. And you got to give kudos to them, yeah. like respect type of thing. People that sometimes they think, damn, these guys are, they see one mistake mm-hmm. or one flaw and like, I could do better. Yeah. But it's some people have off days, but what it takes to actually make it is on a different level. You know? And they deserve gold. Yeah. And you see yeah. that? Yeah. Like How was COVID for you? Was it right? Because now everyone's getting it, you know? It's a. Yeah, yeah. COVID had like, yeah, it was a rampage through Melbourne. Yeah. Um, still is. Yeah. yeah. Are you still feeling the effects of COVID? No, not really. Yeah. Okay. I lo- I'm low key, low key, still to a degree going through it. Honestly, um, like symptoms at the start, like most people that had the, because I got the Omicron variant mm. based off of like the symptoms and stuff, because I never lost like my taste and smell mm. or. Um, my sense of smell and my yeah. sense of taste as well. I didn't lose either of them. Um, but my system, my symptoms persisted throughout the whole seven days. Same. Like Mine's like nine days, really. Yeah, like I didn't yeah. really like shake it off to a degree. Like, And it, it flipped my days upside down. Like instead of mornings, I'd be like awake during nights yeah. and sleep during the day type of thing. And not only that, any chance that I could sleep, like I would sleep. Mm. Um, but bro, well, COVID's real. I'll tell you that 100%. Mm. It wasn't the worst, alhamdulillah. It's probably because I'm vaccinated and stuff. Mm. But at the same time, it's not it. And I know other boys that caught it, you know, because I know where I caught it from. Because one of my mates were having a, um, he got into a master, uh, doctor of physiotherapy. 
So we're doing a little surprise party for him. And then after what happened was someone there tested positive and basically everyone there essentially like tested positive. Mm. And those boys that got it there, basically all of them were sweet. Someone said, oh, I just had an itchy throat and a running nose. Allah. And I'm thinking, okay, am I weak? Like, is this my immune system? Like, mm. what's wrong with me type of thing? But then it goes back to like, I know when I get sick, I get really, really sick. Mm. But I won't get sick for a long time mm. type of thing. But yeah. alhamdulillah, you know what I mean? Even like after the nine days, you know, sometimes like we are talking about before about being like depleted, even doesn't matter how many hours you sleep, you still feel wrecked. Yeah. A lot of the time, like I realized when I focused on that, like yesterday I did that, I was like, damn, I feel wrecked, man. I'm going to have a crap day. The day was crap. Yeah. You know, but then today, like you wake up, you just hit a workout and yeah. then now I actually feel better. Like you see 20 minutes ago, we're like, we feel wrecked. Yeah. yeah. Now I feel good. You feel and nice. I feel like even with COVID, like if you focus on the symptoms, you're going to keep feeling it even days after. Cause you hear someone True. like, yeah, I was tired after a week. It's like, how good you're eating? How good you sleep? Mm. Yeah. You know, like quality wise, are you training? Are you trying to keep fit? Yeah. And if you do those stuff, I realize it will go away, man. Yeah, especially us young guys, obviously different ages, different, you know, health um, regimes, but yeah. But yeah, I, th- I thought I was going to get covered from Ashraf because, uh, you know, I'm spending a lot of time with him and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like, I feel like low back pains and then I'm getting like minor headaches. And then my sister's sending me like TikToks about like, you yeah. know, certain side <laughs> effects. And then cause obviously I got tested. So I had to isolate for 24 hours. Yeah. So I was wait- the whole time I was waiting, True. I was thinking, yeah, I'll probably have it as well. And then I get negative and like, what the hell? And you did a rat test twice, yeah? Yeah, twice, just in case as well. And then see, but th- this is what I mean. Like you have all these, like you start to convince yourself. No, yeah. I do have it actually. Mm. You know, I'm feeling pain now. I'm not in the best mood. It's yeah, like, yeah. bro. Yeah. And it's also one of those things is like, because um, we've all made a joke about, because the pandemic is now going into mm. its third year per se, you mm. know what I mean? Well, two and a half years almost, yeah? yeah. And we've all said that joke, like, I think I've caught COVID maybe once here and there. One thing I learned after catching COVID, if you caught COVID, you know that you caught yeah, COVID. It's true. one of those things that, like, yeah. you actually, like, feel a type of thing. And Were you I able to write your goals and stuff like that or even be a bit productive or not really? Because it was hard. Not at the start. Like, when I tell you, like, I lost all motivations to do even, like, the simplest things, mm. it's, like, literally the simplest things. The only productive thing that I did, mm. and, like, i got to give myself, like, a, like, Pat on the shoulder, <laughs> have a thing for it. Is I finished like a documentary. Like I couldn't even like. What just was documentary? It was um, Sultan Mehmet, the okay. last Ottoman. Um, I forgot what it's called. Ottoman Empire Sultan Mehmet, deadly yeah. documentary. Netflix, YouTube. Yeah, that and sorry, I finished two documentary: World War Two in Colors on Netflix. On Netflix, both okay. of them Netflix. Yeah. I love them both of them. But what I was gonna say to you, I was gonna say Alhamdulillah for the fact that. The rat test came in clutch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, mm. like, everyone's catching COVID at the same... I think it's... A b- isn't it a bit convenient, the fact that you got 50,000, like... Ca- not 50,000 cases. You got, like, 30,000 cases a day or something like that. Mm. High amount of cases. Yeah. And then you got rat test. Mm. Everyone's catching COVID at the same time. It's like... I know. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. I think, like, even for me, the first couple of days, I'm like, man, I'm just wrecked. Just yeah. enjoy it. You can see all the snacks I have over there are smashing chocolate food. Because normally <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty true. healthy the way I eat. Yeah. I'm staying up till 3 a.m. and watching movies and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, because I'm stuck and isolating, because I was there anyone, anyone isolating, it's like really just enjoy it. You know, and then I did mm-hmm. it for like five days. I'm like, okay, now I need to get back to it because like I work from home. Yeah. And then I wake up and I'm like, Vasiv's working. And it's like, nah, you have to keep pushing. And it's, it's like, small things. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But I think times like that, you just got to let your body like run yeah. its course. And I think maybe that was one of the reasons um, why I didn't probably recover as quick as compared to other people because I was awake during the night. And if I would have just mm. rested and slept like normal time or tried at least to, mm. then I probably would have um, recovered from this a bit quicker. Yeah. You know, it's, what I mean? it's all right. It's like you don't have to think too much about like 
how you spend your time in that. Bro, you have to True. recover. That's the main thing. 100%. Do you write any goals? Do you get the chance to or not really? I, I, like, I looked at my goals and stuff like that, but I wasn't, like, I think last year I was focusing on them so much that, like, I tried to rush them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, sometimes you have so many goals that it's like, you know, you can't complete them. Or now you kind of just have to be like your non-negotiables every single day I do this. And then in the end, it's, you know, you have to achieve it. Like, for example, you are at my yearly goals, but there's another like 350 days. True. Mm. Obviously, so you just got to do it. If you do 1% today, it's like 350%. Mm. So that's the only thing, you know. Um, also, I wasn't really that productive, but I didn't really care. Because yeah. you have to give yourself, it's like gym, you have like a deload week where you relax. Yeah. You kind of earned it. But the main thing is you get back on the horse. It's okay, yeah. yeah. But you got to just admit it to yourself yeah. rather than fluff around. Because I was like trying to read and stuff. And I, like, I did read, but then I just wasn't like focusing the same level and stuff like yeah. that because I was watching movies for three hours. Yeah. And then I go, oh, let me go read now. It's like your brain doesn't true, work true. like that, you know? 100%. Yeah. It was a nice reset as well, you know, because like seven days, because now they've changed the restrictions or whatever. Seven days, you just have to stay home. Don't mm. do nothing, whatever. It was well. I was a nice reset. Like for example, prior to that, I hadn't read a book almost in a month. Type mm. of thing. Like got away from books. I got away from like I wasn't even going to the gym. As oh, actually no, I was I was going to gym regularly. But that was the only probably like staple in my life, you mm. know. And having that like that seven days just to reset and a lot of thinking time as well. Mm. That's a big thing. You get to think a lot, ponder on uh, over a lot. Mm. Isn't it Loki cool? Like this is a crazy thought, yeah. But the fact that. You've got a virus in you that's probably been transmitted like this person, this person, this person, this person, and then it all goes back up to one bat. Mm. <laughs> it shows they're all connected, bro. Or one lab. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's something we've been avoiding all this time. And it was just like a matter yeah. of we're all gonna catch yeah, it. Yeah, it's inevitable. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I was gonna ask you boys, are you guys big on um New Year's resolutions? Because obviously we're two weeks into the new year and a lot of people tend to like make new year resolutions and say, like, mm. this year I'm gonna do this. This is when all the new gym goers start going and yeah. it's it's a bit of it was a pretty back t- pretty packed today actually. Yeah, it was you pretty know, packed. I was surprised on a weekend, Saturday, yeah. For a seven a.m. morning as well. Yeah. But yeah, do you guys do that? Um, like <coughs> obviously there's a lot of memes and that go around the yeah, new New Year's resolutions. And to be honest, what, what I don't know if you guys realize as well, but like with that with seeing memes about New New Year's resolutions, you subconsciously don't want to be that. Mm. So like you know because you don't want to be part associated with that meme it's like oh, okay i only go hard for a week and then stop but i actually like the idea it's actually very good true you get to have a fresh start and like look forward you know actually change your habits and yeah you know don't believe these narr- narratives of yourself and stuff so true yeah i like to think like that um new year's resolution but i think it's it's fairly similar to ashraf's where it's like you're just building your systems mm-hmm. and by building your systems r- correctly and obviously sticking with it mm-hmm. you'll get to your goals yeah yeah mm. like can you, you explain the concept of symptoms like like sy- symptoms like systems, systems. <laughs> so still ba- think about COVID. <laughs> 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 like it's basically just like your like your your routines yeah so for example like this week i want to go gym four days a week for example because yeah. i've got uni or like i want to wake up at this time sleep at this time like it's f- actually fairly straightforward but then we tend to like i for myself i tend to maybe complicate it or overwhelm myself with the yeah. goals i have where it's like okay wow this is my yearly goal how am i even how am i even going to get there true where it's like you have to just break it down to like create that simplicity mm. where it's like okay this week i'll do this mm-hmm. and no this month month two month three month four this is what i'll be doing in order to get there and it's actually it's not that hard to achieve true true you break it down to small little yeah because i'm like animals. i'm not a fan of these smart goals bro yeah yeah like sometimes you just look at it, it's like oh, I don't know, man. Like I feel like if you're not, if you don't have that smart goals, you feel like you're behind. True. Not. 
you're not um you're not striving hard mm-hmm. high enough would you say the same or you create some sort of like expectation yeah exactly yeah so i'm like you can still have goals that are smart goals like for example living a healthier lifestyle being more intentional with your time being more present in your relationships or whatever. yeah yeah for sure for yeah. sure i'm with that i'm with that what are some of your goals for the new year if you, some that you'd share publicly if there are some look i've uh, i'm not gonna lie i've i've written my goals briefly yeah yeah but it is mostly like the ones i just mentioned as examples like being more folk being more present in like my relationships with people so like when i'm with people spending time like my phone or whatever it is whatever like i have the next day mm-hmm. it's irrelevant true like mm-hmm. don't worry about that at all like just focus on hanging out with you boys for example enjoying the conversations enjoying the time with my family watching a movie Being present even just exactly like simple things like that even fitness i'll say fitness goals i'm not really a big person on like looking at numbers like oh, i want to yep. bench this much i want to squat this much that's just me personally like true i'll say for example, one of my goals is to get to a certain body body fat percentage. For sure. Because we did the DEXA scan yeah, yeah, the other yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, we're going to speak about the DEXA scan. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, but I know you're going to bring it up. <laughs> but yeah, that's like where it's like I'm only I'm cr- I'm looking at one main goal, yeah. like for each aspect of my life and working around that. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. What about yourself? Um, you have some goals set out or not yet? In regards to goals, like I have like an idea of goals, but I don't do the traditional method of um, writing down goals. You know what I mean? I do this thing where, like, like I've done it for the last year, um, where I go away somewhere and just, like, like I verbalize my goals type of thing and I speak to a camera, have, like, a, a piece to camera, essentially, That's good, yeah. type of thing, you know? Um, and I've also implemented it with, like, my journaling. So rather than journaling and write it, I felt that, like, I consistently... I'm a talker. I like waffling a lot. So in the camera, I don't feel like... Like, I have to worry about my hand, like, sorry, in the journaling, I don't have to worry about my handwriting or how it looks on the book or, like, what type of book that I get type of thing. Whereas when I just waffle, I can even also, like, re-listen to it later on type of thing. So Do you re-listen to it? I love re-listening to it. Okay. So, like, for example, when I forget about my goals, you know how we listen to podcasts and mm-hmm. stuff, like, on the go type of thing? I would, it sounds type of weird. Alhamdulillah for the podcast because, I'm uh, like, I'm used to my voice now. Do you like listening to your voice? Not initially. Okay. But after yeah. editing and stuff, it's something that you just get over. You, you get used to it, type yeah. of thing. You know what I mean? Um, and plus, if you have to put up with it, then yeah, <laughs> we all have to put up with it now. So <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so when I go re-listen to it, like times where I'm not feeling as attached to my goals, I've lost a sense of what my goals were. It gives you that like that reminder, and it's you talking as well. And mm. plus, the number one rule is you have to be. It's essentially like self therapy. You know what I mean? And you have to be as honest in that moment and not. Because sometimes when you're writing, you tend to like, you write like the best thing possible. Mm. You know what I mean? What sounds the fanciest or what number looks the best? You know what I mean? Hey, I'm going to save up this amount this year. And you put the biggest number that's possible, but you never end up reaching that number. Mm. Whereas when you're speaking to yourself, you sort of catch yourself in the light type of thing. There might be a stutter there or it might be a self-realization or whatever. Um, but yeah, I plan to do that essentially. Just go away, maybe just you for plan. Like you haven't done it yet. I haven't done okay. it because yeah, you got to be yeah. in this. I feel like you got to sort of be in a state type of thing yeah. too, because your mind has to run the mm. whole the whole idea of it. Especially, it's like a dream kind of day. Like you have to think about the entire year, what you might want to achieve. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and it's one of those things where honesty is a big thing, mm. and you have to be realistic. You know, what I mean, honest in the sense that, like, if there is something that you really want to get done, then you say it there, mm. and realistic in the sense that. Obviously, you want to try have it, watch it later on in the year. One of the best things is watching it later on in the year, knowing, yeah, I've done that, I've done that, I've done that. 
also listening back to it later on and saying, hey, crap, I didn't even know I had that goal. Mm. But because you wanted it so bad at the start of the year, you go, all right, bet, now I have this certain amount of time to do this. Let me try getting it done. Um, and I think I got inspired by this to a degree. One was Naval, but I listened to Naval after this because Naval's podcast, he does that whole that self-speaking or mm. self-therapy where he just says whatever is on his mind. And there was also this one person, I remember um, she had like a podcast just before we started a podcast where she she started a podcast and she she put it under an alias, like anonymous podcast, uploaded online. And I think her name was Tobias, but that's definitely not her real name. And she would speak about certain topics and what was her like mental thoughts on those topics. And the episodes weren't even long. It would be like 15, 20 minutes type mm. of thing. And the, the, when I was listening to it, I'm like, bro, I'm listening. Because here right now we have a conversation. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a multitude of people speaking. Whereas when one person just speaks their thoughts, you can sort of hear what's going through their brain. Mm. You know what I mean? And I go, all right, let me try this way. So then later on when I'm listening to it, I can actually hear what I'm thinking in that moment. Mm. Best thing. But um, when I do do it, inshallah, I'll see what my goals are. But I have an idea of what my goals are, you know? The main thing people say is the purpose of writing it down is that it's like vis- visible. Mm-hmm. But you can look at it and say, okay, on Jan 1st, I said this. So you recording it, and then look, listening to it is the same thing, really. Yeah. It's just your method of kind of remembering it. For sure, and that's for the main sure. thing, because people say, it's nice to write a goal down at the start of the year, but if you don't look at it until the end of the year, it's a waste, because you're supposed to be reminded, and it kind of keeps you in check. 100%. So it's one of those kind of things. You can People often do voice memos, you know what I mean? I mm. tend to do like the actual video camera. Mm. And plus it takes a massive amount of um, space in my phone. So when I go clean my phone, usually regularly, I see mm. this mm. massive 20-minute video. Okay, let me yeah, go Allah. Do, I can't delete it, you know, because... Yeah, I have to go. Subhanallah. What were you, Ashraf? Um, I've been writing goals for like five years, like ever since I came back from Jordan. So I kind of have a adapted mindset on it. Like it's ev- it's developed throughout the years and evolved. Yep. You know, and I watch whenever New Year's comes about. I kind of watch a lot of podcasts on it. I watch a lot of YouTube videos on it to kind of yep. tweak it. And it's still something I'm t- tweaking. But when I look at the new year, before I even look at going forward, I always reflect on the last year. Okay. So I've been writing goals for five years. So I'd get like the last five years, all the goals I had, and I'd look at it. Okay, what did I do wrong? What did I do right? Maybe I achieved the goal from 2019. Mm-hmm. I achieved it now and I didn't even realize. I'm like, yeah. okay, the tactic. And I have my five-year goal. Yep. So obviously it's kind of like all linked. I wrote that in 2018. Yeah. So I kind of look at it and yeah. a lot of it I don't even want to achieve anymore. <laughs> yeah. But it's one of those where I'm looking, I'm developing, and I kind of try to review the past year because mm-hmm. that's kind of more important to me. Yep. Because when sometimes I wrote, like last year, I wrote like, five goals in different areas of my life, physical, like psychological, you know, spiritual. Yeah. And you don't achieve half of it because halfway through the year, you don't kind of want it. Mm. You know, so after reviewing the year and looking at last year, I kind of realized like, for example, finances, because I worked full time the whole year. And then even like books, it kind of like, without me even trying, alhamdulillah, I could kind of do, do okay with it. Because at the start of the year, I wasn't working. Then I got a full time job. So obviously the money started coming in. And then books, just reading half an hour a day adds up. Yeah, so true. this year, it's like not even a main focus. So I watched one guy, Captain Sinbad, and he said, when you go into the year, ask yourself, what would make this year a success? And pick one to three goals. That's it. Because sometimes if you say every single year, one to three, that's all that's going to achieve. So I'm like, okay, what's, what would make this year, 2022, a success? Yeah. And I had to ask myself, I picked three things. Yeah. And I even picked, I picked one. 
I'm like this And I'm like wait What else Is it even physical Like I know I'm going to train anyway So it doesn't really matter Like yeah. if I say my goal Is 15% body fat yeah. And I get 17 Like it's not the end of the world yeah. But something else Might be more important to me Like something with fair income So something so big essentially Yeah, it's like yeah. Th- As big as you can really For sure Because yeah. if you say For example I want to do f- 100 podcasts yeah. And you fail at 76 It's like It's still a good failure If you know yeah, what I mean true. So he goes Pick one to three And then I try to pick that And it's like Everything should kind of Be supporting that you have other stuff. So I have a lot of targets. Yep. So for example, like 50 books, for example, or whatever it is, 40 books. Yep. Like that's a target. One book a week, one book every 10 days. But if I go, if I fail on 36, yeah. it's not a failure. Like I did a book, uh, 36 books in a year. Like a who lot. cares? Yeah, that's more you than know? people and do in like, their lifetime. Okay, I want to save $100 a week. So it's um, what, 5K. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, I, I saved four and a half. For sure. You're still doing well. You know, so like that's not really a failure. But if I want to... Dream for something bigger. Yeah, yeah. So I tried to do one Islamic, mm-hmm. and sometimes like Islamic, it's a hard one. It's like okay, this year you're gonna do. You listen to maybe Sira online or lectures. Try to memorize Quran. You know, try to go to the mosque more. It's like what's important, and you kind of pick. Okay, this year I want to get back those. into hifs. This year I want to get back into that. So I kind of had to break it down and pick what twenty two, what twenty twenty two would be a success to me. True. Mm-hmm. So that. Do you do it like? Have you done it already? Yeah, I did already. Yeah. Hundred And when do you tend to do these New Year goals? Do you do it as soon as like? Damn, I kind of take my time with it. Yeah. Like last year, I did it on the 10th of Jan. This year, same thing as Ali. Like I said, I'm, like, I'm always tweaking it. Like over the next couple of weeks, I just tweak, tweak, tweak. By the end of Jan, it should be done. But I like every single day, I'd read it and then I'd kind of look at it. But there's so many things like there's your targets. Like I said, like 35 books or 40 books. There's the finances and there's your, your actual goals. Yeah, true. And then I have like reminders each day that I would have to read. Like, see my whiteboard? Yeah, yeah. It changed. Yep. So I used to just have, now it's like I have a weekly, yeah. a daily. And then I also have things that I want to do. Like the other night, my friend uh, messaged me. He goes, come out, we'll go out to eat. I booked a place 9.15. And you boys know 9.15 is too late for me to go out. True, true, true. Like <laughs> I'm yeah. an old man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like 9.15, it's like, bro, what time am I going to sleep? I got gym 6 a.m., 7 a.m. Yeah. I'm like, bismillah, let me go. I went and I came home midnight. I never come home midnight. Yeah. Mm. That's what I did. I'm like, it's not the end of the world, you know? I got to yeah. kind of do this, like, what I said, I think earlier last year, I want to be more spontaneous. Yeah, I like you know, that. do that kind of stuff because it's like, it's good to achieve your goal. But if I fail on December thirty-one and I reach at Jan twenty next year, it's not the end of the world. It isn't. It like is. the main thing is we're putting effort towards these goals every single day. Yep. And if you don't like December thirty-one and January three, it's four days. Not really a big difference. Mm, but sometimes we yeah. look at it and say twenty twenty-two. Yep. So I don't want to over um, like prioritize it. Yeah. But it is there. Incredible. And every single day I'm going to put work towards it. But if I achieve it earlier, or achieve it a little later, it's not the end of the mm. world. Yeah. And you also, know? like, with the achieving your goals, whether you like it or not, you're, you have to take some sacrifices. Mm. So, mm. Like, like, for example, if you're focusing more on gym a bit more than last year, you, your social life, for example, would like be, be a bit of a sacrifice. Like, you're not going out as much. But mm. it's like, is that sacrifice worth it, though? Mm. Like, how big that sacrifice is, where it's like, for example... I'm going gym five days now, but my social life is almost non-existent. True. And I'm detrimenting my relationships with my friends. Mm. For sure, yeah. So you have to s- kind of see where that balance is and create that balance. Mm. Goes back to the, you know, the 525, which I when I was doing, like roughly planning out my goals, that's one thing I started to implement because summer's low-key coming to an end. Mm. I'm going back into the lab in a couple of weeks, three weeks or whatever, you know, so little stuff like that. You don't want to be in a stage where you're a bit confused between this and that, mm. you know what I mean? And... Also, the 525, um, it's called, like, eliminates burden. You know what I mean? When, when you say to yourself, oh, why am I getting pulled in this direction where I don't want to do it? It's easier just to be like, nah, I know that ain't in my five. Mm. You know what I mean? I'll go and do that type of thing. 
So so having that priority list. So there's goals and then there's your like your priority list. Like in this moment, where it's not a consistent priority throughout the year. Year, you know what I mean? Because I know in summer I might want to have a bit more fun type mm. of thing. Whereas throughout the year, at the start of the year, I want to focus on the lab and then within that, the third income and then family and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But it goes back to th- having that honest conversation with yourself. You know what I mean? Where like, for example, you going out late that night at 12 a.m. or whatever. Honest conversation, yeah, khalas, it is what it is. Can't do much about it. Enjoyed it, move on mm. type of thing. You're not going to be haunting yourself and saying, damn, that's one day of, out of my 365 days, I'm a mm. deadbeat. And it's mm. I think it's, I fall prey to like productive procrastination. Like I have these three goals. And honestly, I've barely done anything in the first two weeks that even go towards it. But I keep doing other stuff like reading or going to the gym. It's like, but what about your three goals? True. You know, like it's nice to go to the gym, but you go, f- you go if you go seven days a week, it's like break that to four and spend that time on your main three goals. Because yeah. it's hard to do. Like a lot of the goals, like I'm not good at them, yeah. good at that skill set or good at organizing and, you know, finalizing and achieving that goal. So because it's new, you're scared and you do what's comfortable, which is like whatever you're good at. The default. So and that's productive procrastination. You fall into that. It's like, okay, but I'm still reading. I'm still going to the gym. For sure. It's like mm. those three goals are the most important things to you. Let's start the day off with that. Let's, you know, let's. if you have two things to do, that's more important. Exactly. And it is hard to do, but like when you watch King Richard, when you watch Last Dance, when you, like it doesn't, they're not going to give it to you on a silver platter. Nah. And that's when you realize like, damn, I've got to be willing to put in the work. So... It's good, but I'm excited actually for the year, you know? It's a big year. Mm. Yeah. Inshallah. It inshallah. Yeah. It's good, but you know? I think we'll leave it off there, inshallah. Short, sharp, simple episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the episode. Um, send us some topic recommendations if you like more topics like this. Uh, probably possible future guests where you want. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, and peace.